Welcome back to another episode of the Glacier Guys. I'm Ethan Holasha. And I'm Joey Fernandez. And today, it's just me and Joey, just like the OG days. Um, <laughs> I feel no. like we say that every time we have a guest now. <laughs> yeah. I think this is like our third or fourth one this semester, not having Something guests. Something like but, that. Uh, you know, just taking it back to the classic episode. Uh, I'd say this week we have kind of a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, uh, good and bad, I'd say. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's definitely some bad in there, sadly. But oh, yeah gotta touch on it a little bit but uh let's i'd say we start with the world series biggest um, news in sports yeah uh well yeah kind of <laughs> uh we'll allude to that later though yeah. uh oh uh, yeah the braves uh played yesterday against the astros in game six and they uh they took it home they dominated <laughs> i mean max freed I, right after that little scare in the first inning I mean, he was just dominant yeah i <laughs> i don't i don't know what his ankles are made of but it's it's not you know, it's th- not i mean normal. they showed the replay <laughs> literally 10 times and i was like how did he not like break just his got completely or spiked yeah. I, I i was like dang it hurt me a little bit and i, I was scared that he was going to be rattled kind of after that point because yeah. like just the way he struggled to get to the base mm-hmm. and like he didn't know if he should have looked at freddie first and everything yeah. but i mean he he was composed and then he he looked up he looked up at the press box at giolito and they just they just gave him the nod Really? No, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the game with Jack Flaherty. And because of that, yeah, I saw that. Um, uh, after that moment, he was fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he was cruising. Um, he yeah. was getting – I mean, the strike zone was a little large at some points, oh, yeah. but that was, like, after he had, had a few innings of uh, just painting a little bit. So And, yeah, uh, because he was painting and dealing, like, uh, he was getting those calls. The benefit you know of I mean? the calls, yeah. So, I mean, that, that benefited him a little bit, obviously, but he gave, he gave six strong, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – props to him yeah. uh that's to, a, that's all you could ask and more out of your exactly. starter and uh i mean i'm pretty happy that the braves won uh i i'm pretty sure you agree with me also oh yeah uh, for sure they were they were a pretty easy team to root for especially losing their best player early in ronald acuna so i mean august 1st they had like a 0.3 percent chance of making the playoffs they had a there i think they were like two games under 500 or something yeah, second team ever to have a losing record at the all-star break and then still win the world series yeah they uh they they only won uh like 88 games or something like that mm-hmm. so i mean they definitely weren't heavy favorites or yeah, anything like that coming in i think they were they were the team that won the division with the least amount of wins no yeah yeah for sure mm-hmm. uh i mean they had lower i think they had less wins than both wildcard teams on both uh, leagues too so oh, yeah i mean for sure excuse me in the i know i mean with um yeah you know Exactly. <laughs> the Dodgers with yeah. 105 or whatever they had. Yeah. Uh they had those uh they had those pickups at the deadline that really came in uh clutch for them. They had it was Rosario, Soler, Peterson, and Duval. And Duval. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And it's it's interesting because like Soler was a player that was struggling yeah badly i mean you could say the same about jock with the cubs yeah i agreed uh i I mean yeah they were they were both struggling pretty hard so was eddie rosario wasn't also having that great of a season either Mm -hmm. um so i mean it's it's nice to see them all uh, pick it up um jock peterson's uh one of the guys that i like personally around the league uh jorge soler is a a cool guy to root for too Mm -hmm. just back when the the cubs were in the world series and he obviously didn't really play a role Um, it was interesting like during the playoffs to see all these former cubs kind of stuff <laughs> and having big moments you know yeah uh i saw a few a few uh people that we know that are cubs fans mm-hmm. uh kind of own that a little bit like, yeah <laughs> kind of take credit on, on for Twitter. a lot of team successes yeah know? i saw that too <laughs> <laughs> but it's just uh and then alex rodriguez after the game he said it's the first time that the um world series winning team the players who won the nlcs or the you know on either side uh-huh. uh the cs mvp and then the world series mvp they were both um, trade deadline yeah, acquisitions yeah yeah which is crazy like that's yeah. that's insane 
Yeah, that's uh, that's some masterful uh, management, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, especially with picking up guys who haven't had great seasons but it came through when they needed them and uh, propelled them to even get to the playoffs in the first place. Yeah, and just like with the the Braves manager, um, Brian Snicker, yeah. right? he um, just him being a player and just working his way up through the organization. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a perfect story. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, he he grinded. Yeah. Uh, they they no, had the seriously. graphic with how many years he spent in the minors and being an assistant coach and doing other things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for him to finally get a shot, and I mean that the Braves, this Braves team has been pretty successful for a few years now. But mm-hmm. this felt like the year that was going to be a down year because they they lost Ronald Acuna, they didn't get Mike Soroka, uh, they they I believe they were missing someone else that I can't remember also. Mm-hmm. But I mean those were two main guys that they expected to get a lot out of this <coughs> year, and for them to still have a great year like this is pretty impressive i'd say yeah i mean guys like ozzy albies i mean he over 100 rbis like he really stepped it up for a second base. oh yeah yeah uh i mean he's one of the best second basemen in baseball no doubt Mm -hmm. um i mean i i mean how can you not root for a guy like freddie freeman you know Mm -hmm. uh oh yeah serious i mean (laughs) he's another guy you you know he's been with the braves his entire career yeah drafted 2007 he's been playing with that like like we were talking about right before he played with chipper jones you know so it's like uh i mean uh, some of the, most of their team, uh, well, I would say like their team's pretty split as far as homegrown talent and guys that they've acquired. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they got they had guys come up through their system like Austin Riley and Freddie Freeman and Ozzy Albies and uh, I mean Dansby Swanson wasn't drafted by them, but he was he went up with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they've had a they've had a lot of uh, a lot of great drafting, a lot of great international prospect signings, and then they've had great acquisitions in the offseason and uh, midseason. And midseason, so, yeah. I, uh, I mean, just having kind of that balance of both, I think that's, you know, yeah. kind All of a recipe for success right there. For sure. Uh, as for Houston, um, I think they, uh, even though they didn't take it home, I still think they uh, proved a lot of people wrong. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just even, making it to the World Series. Yeah, even last year, they, they obviously did. Um, but this year, it kind of just proved how good they really are especially mm. losing their best pitcher and yeah. kind of <laughs> almost not missing a beat obviously they could have used them in the world series and that could have made a big difference but mm. it was i mean i obviously am not the biggest fan of them but it's still i still give them credit where credit is due oh yeah no doubt i mean they handled the white Sox pretty easily yeah in no the doubt. face of adversity against the red Sox, i mean they just flipped the whole series around yeah um it felt like their bats went pretty cold um uh, guys like Jordan Alvarez obviously didn't have the same impact that they had uh, in previous series. But same with Alex Bregman. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Jordan only getting two hits in the series uh, was a big difference for them because yeah. he was their spark plug last series. But and I mean, uh, the Braves out homered them eleven to two in the series. Yeah, so, and Altuve was had the both right. Yeah, he had both home runs. Yeah. So. Which is, I mean, I, I could have predicted Altuve to have two, but for nobody else had any others, right. it's just w- really surprising. Especially me. someone like Correa, like yeah, you oh expect yeah. him to bat like <laughs> three in the World Series. Yeah, I know? mean, he was he was touching his wrist, like <laughs> showing off. Uh, I don't know that celebration he was doing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, after that, it felt like he was never gonna <laughs> never gonna not hit a home run again. Yeah, so. seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, I, either way, uh, both teams played played pretty well. Atlanta just kind of had the hot hand and rode it throughout the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, beating some pretty tough teams. I'll, uh, I will say, yeah. uh, as far as the Brewers having like, the best pitching staff in baseball, uh, as far as talent-wise, um, the Dodgers, who, who are, are the I best mean, team in baseball, they are like, the best talent-wise, yeah. and then uh, 
and then beating the Astros, who probably were the best team in the AL, even with the Rays. Yeah, I think all of America outside of Houston was rooting for the Braves in this series. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you said earlier, they're just like, a, they're an easy team to get behind. Um, Solaire with a monster shot yesterday. Yeah, that that kind of that kind of shut was the insane. crowd up pretty quickly. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I mean, yeah, anyone without betting interest and uh, who isn't a Houston Astros fan was definitely rooting for the Braves. Oh, I yeah, don't see sure. how you couldn't. Uh, but there was a decent amount of Braves fans at the game. Too. Oh yeah, like uh, after during the ceremony, there it, was a ton of them. It feels like those fans have been starving for a while, which they have been. They mm-hmm. last time they won was '95, so. Uh, it's 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 been a while. Mm. Uh, I mean, good for them. They they were really close for a long time. Uh, even going back to the Chipper days, uh, like afterwards, yeah. uh, they they never really seemed to get there after that. And then mm. uh, even recently, the past few years, they lost in the CS and stuff like that. So. Mm. Uh, it's nice to see. Because um, I know at the beginning of Freddie Freeman's career, they had a few solid teams, and then yeah. they, they had some down years. And then yeah, the last couple of years, they've kind of been inching their way closer. And I'd say before Acuna's injury, I mean, they weren't one of the top favorites, I'd, I'd say. But I'd say they were like a definitely top three up there. in the NL. Though. Yeah. yeah. I, I, was a, I was a huge – I was pretty big on them uh, mm-hmm. personally. Brave it would have been nice to see Ronald Acuna play uh, just the – you know, because I know he would have had some electric moments, no oh doubt. Yeah, but for sure. uh, it's still still good to see. Uh, happy for Atlanta. Um, yeah. I mean, White Sox, <laughs> White Sox in six next year. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, who do you see them playing next year in the World Series? Um, I'm just gonna throw a shot in the dark. Um, let me think. Um, let's go. Let's go weird. I'll go uh, Mets. Mets, really. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's just <laughs> kind of just throwing something I out there. You got to see the offseason plays out yeah, there. I, I mean, one. I'd say White Sox Dodgers, but that's yeah, just, that's a safe I mean, pick. I'd that, say that's what I had going into the playoffs. Actually, I had the Braves going to the CS and losing once again to the Dodgers, but they surprised me there. So mm-hmm. good on them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, do you have anything else on baseball? I mean, it's just I don't know. It seemed uh, one thing I wanted to say is it okay. seemed like the team was really behind uh, the manager for the oh, Braves. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like. They were talking highly of him after the game. Like I think it was Rosario. It was either Rosario or, or Albies. They're like, uh-huh. anytime like someone was down or anything, they could just go to the manager and like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he was a super supportive guy. So no, yeah, uh, I I know for a fact they're definitely uh, really huge on him. Uh, mm-hmm. He definitely definitely kept them resilient throughout the year mm-hmm. because they had i mean obviously like you said they were under 500 at the all-star break so uh they they definitely had the lock-in at some point and mm-hmm. he must have i mean i'm i'm assuming he was on yeah. them pretty well yeah um for sure and yeah. and just seeing like freddie finally win a ring yeah, you know exactly. what i mean yeah everybody if if you're a real baseball fan like everybody was rooting for freddie to, to make a ring. grown man cry honestly <laughs> yeah uh yeah i mean besides that uh i wanted to give a props to the braves bullpen uh, they were pretty locked down. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, that just Tyler Matzik and uh, Will Smith and mm-hmm. AJ Minter and, and all those guys. Well, Freed, after having, what, two bad starts in a row? Yeah. He, uh, I mean, he just him locking in for this moment, like this is the stuff you've been waiting your whole career for. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, what a stud. And to, <laughs> to, to be able to turn it around and just stay composed, even after the little bit of trouble he ran into in the first inning, it was just. Yeah. You could tell he was locked in. He he, uh, he gassed up a little bit a few times. I believe he hit 98, which is his fastest uh, of the season. So yeah. uh, he was he was juiced, obviously. I yeah. mean, how can you not be? But, I mean, he just dominates the inner half of the plate, and it's kind of tough to beat him sometimes. It was just awesome to see. I mean, they really controlled the entire game outside of that yeah, first inning. Yeah, for sure. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, once – I mean, the, the Astros couldn't get anything going, uh, yeah. even when they had chances. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think that about covers it. Yeah. 
Um, we can move on to the NFL, and unfortunately, um, the biggest news is the Henry Ruggs incident that just happened. Yeah. Um, so, basically, if you haven't heard about it, um, Henry Ruggs, I believe, late last night. Was it like 4 in the morning or something like that? Yeah. It was in the middle of the night, yeah. Well, it wasn't uh, last night. It was the night before. Some, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was driving his Corvette, mm-hmm. uh, apparently impaired or drunk or whatever it was, mm-hmm. uh, at about 150 miles an hour, uh, and he crashed into someone at about 125, 130. Yeah. And uh, it left the 23-year-old woman dead along with her her dog, dog. Yeah. yeah was in the passenger seat and uh and it left his girlfriend who was in the passenger seat uh next to him uh in critical the condition also i believe so mm-hmm. um it's just a really bad situation all around yeah yeah um, i mean because there was posts of him like I, I think on his instagram sorry so he was at top golf so yeah. i'm not sure if he went somewhere after that or yeah um i'm not really sure on that no one's really uh brought any details up mm-hmm. about it but uh, either way, uh, it's kind of unacceptable. Uh, clearly, as everyone has uh, kind of just mutually agreed that this is not right. Uh, yeah. Clearly, because drunk driving is just a no-go, no yeah. matter what the situation. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it, it just sucks to see he was a first-round pick last year, uh, turning into a very solid player. Mm-hmm. But uh, a mistake like this can ruin your career, obviously, with yeah. facing jail time and stuff like that. I um, think he um, minimum he's facing like two to twenty years something yeah. like that. Um, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think that's the most important part of the story, no. obviously, because someone lost their life. But yeah. it's still it's just no, a yeah, it's, crappy situation. It's sad to see that such a young star like honestly just threw his life away in one night. Basically, yeah. you know, I don't know what yeah. he's gonna do for the rest of his life after this. I mean, he he has no career or future in football at no, all. No, no, no. Yeah, coaching he'll never be on nothing. the team again. Yeah. Uh, he was immediately cut afterwards, uh, which he should be, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I don't think there's really anything else besides. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. He's he's facing two to twenty years in jail, I believe. Right. Uh, getting charged. Uh, he also had a gun in the car too, so I don't know if that adds on to the charges yeah. or not. Um, but yeah, I it's yeah, I, his blood alcohol was more than twice the legal limit so yeah. it's like you gotta just know not to get in that car and drive yeah. you know what i mean take um, an uber or something yeah you're, and you're I, rich i believe the nfl offers a service where they have drivers and stuff like that mm-hmm. so uh there's really no excuse for it no. um in any situation um it, it sucks to see uh yeah. especially with someone losing their life yeah but and exactly like you said earlier that's not even the most important important part of the story because somebody lost their life so obviously condolences to her and her family for sure. Um, outside of that, uh, we could talk about the Bears a little bit. Uh, this last week, we watched this game together. Yeah. Bears, uh, Bears fell to the 49ers. Fields, I mean, he played good. No, you know? yeah. He had some, uh, I mean, he had a he had a good game for what you would want out of a rookie, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, he he used his legs a lot more. I believe he had nine or ten carries. Uh, ten carries for 103 yards and a touchdown, yep. I believe. Yep. And then uh, he, he had some tight window throws, like that throw on the run uh, for a touchdown against, uh, with Jesse James, where mm-hmm. he had like very, very minimal space to throw the ball, mm-hmm. and uh, he threw an absolute dot. And then uh, he had some other good tight window throws. I mean, obviously the stat line doesn't always look amazing besides the rushing numbers, but mm-hmm. you just, you just want to see positive signs every game out of a rookie. You know, you don't really expect the – 
the 20 for 24 and the 350 mm. yards passing and all that stuff out of a rookie. You and know? that that field's rushing touchdown was honestly maybe a top 10 play in the NFL this year. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, uh, that was insane. It was pretty. It was pretty dynamic. Uh, <laughs> it had shades of uh, Mitch versus the Patriots a few years ago. But yeah, I'm not gonna. Let's <laughs> not even compare. I'm not gonna to go it. there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> uh, Just don't even compare the two. <laughs> but it, I mean, you can't lie. Yeah. It kind of did. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel like everyone's been a little scared to say that, but uh, I'll go. Out. I just had to go out and say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, he, it looked very promising. Um, the defense obviously uh, didn't have Khalil Mack, and it showed. Um, yeah. They were also missing Eddie Jackson. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are down on him, but uh, losing him early kind of made a difference. No, um, yeah, for sure. I mean, they were getting – Debo was cooking – the, the yeah. secondary I exactly mean, it was disgusting yeah um like a lot of people think eddie jackson's really bad but it's because a lot of people hold him to a higher standard than a regular safety right you know uh there, it's possible that he could not be good at tackling and be struggling with that and needs to get better at that but could also be good in coverage at the same time yeah. you know what i mean yeah so you could tell that we were kind of missing him this game along with Khalil Mack because we literally and didn't even hit someone once. like just like him going back and forth with lance briggs like that just fuels the fire yeah. to more like idiot fans that just don't <laughs> know football and they'll take yeah. literally they'll literally take any little thing and run with it you know what i mean yeah exactly and we see that so much yeah he's still a really good player mm-hmm. uh he still makes a huge difference on our defense I mean, obviously, you could see our... uh, I mean, it's like it's kind of like the same thing as, like... This is kind of unrelated, but, like, when Russell Westbrook has a bad night or something and then everyone says he's washed or he's a bad... It's like, dude, come on. Because he had a lot of turnovers and stuff like that, but you still don't realize the value he brings to the the game either way, you know? Exactly. And Uh, that's it's the same situation with Eddie Jackson. Yeah, exactly. You just focus on the weakness without Mm -hmm. even looking at the positives. Uh, Yeah, so... uh, Our pass rush was pretty uh, non-existent. Um, Yeah. It... A lot of our guys seemed a little uh, a little rusty or a little banged up still, uh, as in Robert Quinn just coming back off the COVID list and uh, Akeem Hicks coming back from a groin injury and then uh, Khalil Mack not playing. So our defense kind of got piled on a little bit there. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not really expecting too much out of the Bears anyway, so I can't say I was so mad. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd agree too. I mean, this was, it was just a weird year going in with the whole Andy Dalton situation. And there was even like talks of Nick Foles starting some games. Was like, what, is, <laughs> yeah. what is going on here? So as long as this is like Justin Fields progression year, I don't, we're not going to make the playoffs. We don't deserve to make the playoffs. Uh, yeah. If, if I'm the bears, I mean, I wish they would, I, I, I would have traded everyone. <laughs> like I, I, I would not everyone, obviously, but, but the vets, like, I mean... The vets who we know aren't going to be here next year or in years l- upcoming. Let's trade like a Trevathan. Yeah, um, uh, if there's a, if there's anyone that would trade anything for him, yeah. yeah. Uh, Akeem Hicks. Hicks. Yep. I don't I even care what we get for these guys at this yeah. point. Uh, Allen Robinson. Oh, for sure. See you 100%. later. 100%. Yeah, um, I mean, he's, he's honestly just kind of been a bum this year. Yeah, he hasn't really done much this year. Uh, whether it's completely his fault or not, he still really hasn't played all that great. There's yeah. been a few... Uh, a few times where it's been like what are you doing um, yeah. but i mean he's not gonna he's not gonna be back either way even if he was playing well or not i'd still probably want to trade him yeah uh somebody will take him no doubt uh so i i don't know it's i feel like he'll just step up his play and just his want to play in a better yeah just system for him i guess you i mean say. honestly i this might be a bit of a hot take but i'd probably trade Kilo mac too yeah uh i'd be open to it um 
I even no matter what the dead cap is, he still has a lot of value. Yeah, uh, someone would take him for sure. Especially, I mean, you see, you saw what the Broncos got for Von Miller. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, they could easily get something similar to that. I believe. Yeah, and Von is honestly in like a little bit later part of his career. Yeah, exactly. Mac is. I I mean, Mac has more value than Miller at this point. So yeah, I agree. And Von Miller's been hurt recently too. I mean, not to say that he's a he's not a great player. No, 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 no. no. I mean, but he got a second and a third rounder. I don't see any reason we couldn't get a second and a third or even more. First, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so do you want like for these vets? You think we should just kind of stock up on draft picks? Yeah, I mean, yeah. even if they're mid to late, I I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just no point of even like trying to. What's the point of holding on to them? It's not like we're gonna do anything this year. Right. So, like at best, we're gonna win eight games. Like, mm-hmm. is that is that something you want to look forward to, or would you not rather uh, give some other guys some reps and just take what you can before they're gone, you know? Because mm-hmm. we're clearly not going to work out an extension with the Keem Hicks. Uh, I mean, they made it pretty clear, not even, not even like, really attempting much in the offseason. And another thing with Gase being, like, we're going to be aggressive at um, yeah, uh, the, the trade deadline, and we literally didn't make a move. We didn't yeah. do anything. What, uh, what was the plan there? Like, you know what I, I mean? Know. We got Jakeem Grant a couple weeks ago, I guess. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, big acquisition. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't really see what's going on here, but uh, I don't know. The Bears just kind of depressed me a little bit. Justin Fields is really like one of the only reasons I decide to watch. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm gonna I'd watch, watch anyway. Re- yeah, it's like, just like you remember that like three and thirteen year when yeah, like, exactly. Watch Kyle Long was our best yeah. player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Kendall Wright was our best receiver in oh 2017. My gosh, uh, yeah, <laughs> brutal. I remember being excited about Cameron Meredith. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about it. So uh, there's there's been some grim days, and uh, it feels like they're gonna be a little more grim next year uh, for sure. But at least we have some youth. That's all I can really say. I'd even be open to trading David Montgomery too. Also, I don't know if I don't know how people feel about that, but um, I don't think we should extend him next year personally. What about uh, Eddie Jackson? Um, I wouldn't. Um, he has too many years left on his deal, and yeah. uh, the dead cap just isn't worth it. And he's good enough to have on the team. So For sure. I I don't see a reason to get rid of him because <coughs> the the cap is just too heavy. Even if we get rid of him anyway, so yeah. there's just no point. Yeah. Uh, and he's still pretty young. He's got some years left, so I'm fine with him staying because by the time we're good again, hopefully in like a few years, um, that he'll still be he'll still good have enough some to value. be there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. so. Um, yeah, I mean, the Bears are kind of a mess right now, but it, it's going to take a couple yeah. years for anything and to potentially happen. Yeah, and by the way, uh, Nagy not being there really made no difference on the game. Uh, we, we're, mm-hmm. just not a, we're just not a great football team either way. Yeah, <laughs> Just wanted to put that out there. I, I mean, mean, obviously, Nagy's not that great of a coach, but we're just not that great of anything. Yeah, I so. just, it's just like I feel like this is an organization that's just never going to have an elite offense even for a short period of time that's what that's honestly what it feels like you know it what feels i mean hopeless sometimes no yeah. it does because like when have we ever in our history had an elite offense uh, elite no maybe like, upper half yeah but never elite no. okay so it's just uh. like and i know we're like smash mouth run the ball um defense first 1955 team. football yeah yeah but it, um, it's 2021 guys so we, we yeah. kind of got to break this mold that we're in yeah i'm keeping the hope hopefully one day uh we'll we'll get the right guy in charge and it's just frustrating and uh it's so frustrating 
Justin Fields will lead us to the promised land where we'll probably still get beaten in the NSU championship game by Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> when, when he's like 42 <laughs> years old. Yeah. He'll probably be playing for like, I don't even know. He's going to be in his 42nd year in the NFL. He's going to be he's on the like Falcons or something. Actually, no. They're not even going to have Aaron Rodgers. They're going to have Jordan Love at that time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's and gonna they'll be, find a way. He's going to have 800 touchdown passes in his career. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> enough of uh, my uh, nightmare thinking. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. But that's the fact you bring up Aaron Rodgers do you think he's gonna be gone after this year i think so and where where do you potentially see him that question is a little loaded yeah. uh i think the best possible place for him to probably be is the broncos yeah i was about to say denver that's where everybody's saying why uh, is that though um because i like their defense mm-hmm. um I think Vic yeah, they do have a good Vic Fangio is a good coach, whether he's there or not. But if he's there, I think that defense will be on point. And they're just kind of missing a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like they have really good receiving threats. They do, and they're uh, young too. Yeah, their running backs are very solid. I like Javante Williams a lot. Melvin Gordon isn't bad. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I f- it just feels like they're just missing that. You know, mm-hmm. um, whether or not Pat Shermer is there as the OC at that time is different. But I right. mean, I still I still like their roster construction at this point. Right. So uh, I I like that. Um, thinking about it, I mean Washington football team. I guess I don't really see that though. Yeah, I don't their know. defense just, is solid, but outside yeah, of that, it's I just don't. I don't know. There's just something. I it doesn't feel like a great fit to me. Yeah. Um, besides that, um, I guess a team like the Dolphins maybe because they're not gonna trade for Watson and mm-hmm. they don't really seem all that content with Tua. Uh, maybe that changes. If I mean, Tua well publicly said that he doesn't feel wanted there at the, you know, <laughs> this past week. So yeah. I feel like we've been seeing that a lot lately. Yeah, but they could fix that relationship. I think. Mm. Um, I mean, we'll we'll see. Uh, I don't I don't think he stays, but I see him if he wins a Super Bowl. He might want to stay. Oh, with uh, Rodgers? Yeah. I mean, they do I have a legit chance will. this year, though. I don't think they will, but mm-hmm. I definitely could see it. Yeah. But I mean, for our sake, I hope not. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, pretty pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we could kind of move on to our top five power rankings, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, you could go first if you want. Um, so I have the Packers first. Um, I feel like that's pretty pretty uh i don't i want to say like well accepted but it's like it's not an unpopular opinion by any means or a hot take or anything like that uh the packers just beat the undefeated cardinals on yeah. thursday night football they've played pretty well um it's aaron Rodgers. <laughs> i was gonna say it. i mean outside of that first game of the season where it just looked like rogers was literally getting the rust off because he didn't do really anything football related yeah. in the off season. I mean, they have kind of just haven't missed a beat since then. Yeah, it feels like every team kind of has something like that. Like, moving on to my next team, the Bills, mm. I mean, literally the same thing. Uh, <laughs> they they uh, they lost week one of the Steelers. Uh, they had a really close loss to the Titans, but besides that, they've kind of just dominated. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have complete faith in their team just overall. Oh, their defense has been better uh, than last year, mm-hmm. and uh, their offense is – not really missed a beat. Uh, Josh Allen's a stud. Uh, Stephon Diggs is a stud. Um, that whole team's just really good. Yeah. So. <laughs> Even the g- a guy like Cole Beasley, and then their running backs are, you know, yeah. they're fine. Yeah. Everyone, they, no, no, nobody's really a liability. I'd say on that team. No, they're they're very solid. Um, yeah, I mean they're the best. They're the clear cut best team in the AFC for me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean the NFC is basically way better anyway. It is. It's, it's just, loaded. <laughs> I feel like the Bills are the the one team really holding up the AFC on its shoulders right mm-hmm. now, though. Um, 
Should I just go through all my five or should yeah, that's you want to go? Okay. Uh, I got the Cardinals at three. Um, I, st- I mean, they just lost their first game to the Packers. Uh, and if only A.J. Green turned around, uh, this week could be having, having a different conversation right now. And the Cardinals would probably be at one. Yeah. Um, and this is without J.J. Watt as well. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a very solid team. Uh, I wasn't the biggest Cliff Kingsbury guy, um, mm-hmm. but they've, they've done well this year. Uh, they have great weapons on offense. Um, their defense has stepped up. Uh, they've gotten, they've gotten a lot better. Um, I mean, I, I have a lot of faith in the Cardinals. I think Kyler Murray's uh, very solid, uh, can make plays with his legs, obviously, mm-hmm. but, uh, I mean, he's one of the MVP frontrunners. You know, yeah, so. exactly. I think he just has that, like, one mistake a game where he needs to just eliminate it. But and he's so that, young that it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm not really worried. Um, I think they're a, a real contender. I wasn't the highest on them in the beginning of the season, but I'm I'm starting to warm up to them a little bit, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, next, I got the Cowboys. Um, oh, here we go. They're, <laughs> they're. Uh, I I actually like the Cowboys. I think they're very solid this year. Uh, I think their their offense is one of the best in the league. Um, mm. Their defense is good enough. Uh, I think the uh, the addition of Micah Parsons has made a big difference. And uh, I know uh, Trayvon Diggs is getting all the hype for being like the greatest An interception machine, the greatest safety. I mean, the greatest uh, cornerback ever. But yeah. I mean, he. He still gives up some big plays sometimes. Uh, mm. I don't think he's necessarily like the Rob Revis territory or anything like some people are saying. But yeah. uh, like I saw a graphic on like PFF or something that said like Diggs Island or something. <laughs> like, come on, let's 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 uh, chill. I mean, out yeah, a little yeah, he bit, could. But, uh, he'll he'll uh, pick off a pass, but then get burned for like seventy yards yeah, on a exactly. nice play. Yeah, uh, exactly. So. He's prone to double moves. Yeah. Um, but I, I still I still think they're a solid team. I think uh, Trayvon Diggs has some good ball skills. I think uh, they're 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 very sound. Uh, their defense isn't the craziest, but I think their offense makes up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next I have the Rams. I I easily could switch the Cowboys and the Rams. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I like the Rams a lot. I think they're a real Super Bowl contender. I think they can. Uh, I I I mean, there's not many weaknesses on that team. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they. Uh, They've they've got Matthew Stafford now over Jared Goff, who that's I mean, night and miles day, better. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean we're seeing what Goff's doing with the, the Lions right now, and it's it's piss poor. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think McVay's got maybe the best offensive scheme in football, along with great weapons on the outside oh with Robert gosh, Woods dude. and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup having the year of all years. You know, <laughs> this is literally yeah. going to be the best year of his career if yeah. he can keep it up. And then uh, having. Uh, three studs. I mean, three like huge names on defense with Aaron Donald, Jayla Ramsey, and now acquiring Von Miller. I mm-hmm. mean, that's that's nasty. Uh, they have also just other guys around, um, like Leonard Floyd. As soon as he went to you know the Rams, he's exactly. been doing better there. And so they're. I mean, their front seven's pretty nasty. Uh, their linebackers could get a little better, but I mean, I I like that team all around. I think they're uh, extremely scary, and I mean, they're not going to be easy to beat. Uh, another an honorable mention that I had was the Bucks. Um, mm-hmm. It was. It's pretty close, but uh, they're they're inching. They're probably like six for me. So, mm-hmm. um, I'll go with mine. Like you, I also had the Packers at one. They're yeah. the hottest team in football right now. Like I said, outside of that first week, they've. 
I wouldn't say been perfect, but they've they've kind of just dominated since yeah, then. Tough to argue with it. Um, at number two, I actually have the Rams because okay. I just feel like they really don't have any weaknesses. No, yeah, they're very sound as a team. And then, like like you said, with the addition of Von Miller, I mean, it, that that's just when when he's healthy, it's 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 going to be a very scary defense to uh, play against. And then just having Matt Stafford, who's I'd say you could argue he's the most underappreciated quarterback of all time. Um, I mean, he's, he's got to be there. up there. He's up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just, it's like we're just seeing if if Goff was able to thrive in this system, who knows where Stafford's going to be able to take them. You yeah, know? yeah. I, I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. I could easily see them winning the Super Bowl this year. Uh, the Bills, I mean, Josh Allen's top maybe two quarterback in the league. I mean, he could be the best quarterback in the league this year. It, It's... I'd put him like top fourish. Top fourish. But I yeah I don't I don't mind I don't mind any of yeah, that. Yeah, I mean un, undoubtedly top five. Uh, Bills are very scary. They have a pretty solid defense. Their their offense is just pretty electric though. Um, Cardinals at four. I mean they just lost to the Packers. So and I have them as the best team in the league. So <laughs> it's like whatever. Without JJ Watt, I mean that sucks. But you're kind of expecting him to get hurt every year. I feel like yeah. at this point. So. Uh, obviously they're just solid on both sides of the ball. If Kyler Murray can really like, he's right there, you know, he's so close to figuring it out completely. Yeah. And if he's able to do that this year, I mean, they're, they're, they're dangerous enough already. So yeah, I feel like he just tries to do a little too much sometimes. I agree a hundred percent. Um, and then at five, I do have the bucks where you had them around six, five. Um, I know they have two losses, but it's, they got Brady. Their weapons are unreal. Their front seven's disgusting. They'll figure it out. You know yeah. what I mean? It's still like we're at the midpoint in the season. And the Bucks like last year, they were they struggled early. So No yeah. Uh I, I definitely think they could easily repeat this year. Uh that's why I have them at six, mm-hmm. but uh I I just got them inched out a little yeah. bit. I mean that's and all. the Saints just have their number for whatever reason the last <laughs> yeah. two years. But uh you Sa- know Saints defense is very solid. Yeah, it is solid. It's very underrated as well. So yeah, that's my top five for that. Um one more thing I wanted to discuss in the NFL is kind of the Odell Beckham Jr. story that was happening today. He yeah. was excused from practice, and the head coach was telling his teammates that he's not a part of the team right now, which was kind of odd. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, I don't know if it's like beca- because of his dad only or if it's he's complaining behind the scenes or what. Did, I don't know if you heard about that, what his dad did. Yeah, yeah he, he posted <laughs> he kind of exposed quote unquote baker mayfield for like not finding him open and then you have the lebron james tweets like both of them are saying free him from cleveland so it's just like a it was like a 11 minute video or something like that was it that long i think so yeah oh my gosh of uh just odell being missed wide open either like being overthrown or just not even uh being looked at or something Mm -hmm. like that i mean I kind of see what they're saying a little bit. I don't think Baker's doing it on purpose by any means, like some people are saying, or mm-hmm. uh, I guess that just doesn't make sense, obviously. Uh, if he is that open all the time, it's like he's going to find him because Baker's not a bad quarterback, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, so. no, no, I it's it's weird i don't know it's just a. it's just they don't they're not in sync they just don't have a good relationship on the field i don't understand like i don't think it's a, like a physical like a relationship like as far as like they don't like each other or anything yeah. like that it's just they can't seem to become in sync or have a connection no i agree 100 percent. yeah I, I i've never really seen anything this like this bad before mm-hmm. as far as like not being able to get the ball I to your think star his, receiver it's weird i mean he's got like He's got 17 receptions only this year, but he's got like 34 targets. I mean, 
You know yeah. what I mean? I it's yeah, he has uh like a forty percent catch rate or something like it's that. It's horrendous. But a lot of them a lot of them are uncatchable. Yeah. So it's it's weird. I, I don't know why like why this is like a thing, honestly. But it could be coincidence, but Yeah, but it's been like every year he's been there yeah. and uh played. Uh it's they just haven't been able to get it right. Um mm-hmm. so I think it's best for both teams prob I mean for both sides to probably separate, but I mean, he does have. Uh, there's a lot of guaranteed money there, though. Someone who wants yeah. to pick up his contract. That's I mean, the weird thing. Honestly, I think he's still very good. I like, do too. I, I think he is. Like, if he goes to the right place, he could definitely be a top five receiver in my eyes. Yeah. I, I think he's still immensely talented. He's in the prime of his career. Yeah, he's like 26, 27. Yeah, I, I don't. I like I honestly I I don't know how viable this is I don't know how it would completely work out but like if the Bears tried to trade for Odell Beckham and gave them Allen Robinson with expiring money so they could get it off the books mm-hmm. I'd be perfectly fine with that because if they just want to cut ties with him and they want someone for the rest of the season so they could try to win I mean I I and feel having, like that works for having both like sides Odell and Mooney together I feel like that would be a great tandem Oh yeah I mean. But I, I don't know like if that's even an option or anything. That's just kind of me throwing it out there, thinking mm-hmm. from my point of view. No, I, I would, I'm 100% in on that, yeah, yeah. for sure. I don't, know, I don't know how the Browns view him and his value or if they like want to maximize it or they just want to cut ties. I'm not sure what their viewpoint mm-hmm. is, so if I'm I not had to say guess, that's viable or not. But If I had to guess, I'd say they cut ties, but yeah. it's just a weird situation. I right just now. don't know like if they're going to try to get a lot out of a trade or they're just going to try to dump him off, you know? They said he was sent home for a personal matter. So I mean it yeah. has to I don't know. But the personal matter might be mad <laughs> might be that he's personally mad at the team. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I don't know. They might be trying to like hide a little bit so they can trade him uh, or just get rid of him in a way that like doesn't lower his value or his leverage with the team, you know. Mm-hmm. So they can they can uh ship him out without worry you know yeah he had a career low i mean one one catch for six yards that was career low in receptions and yards in a game so yeah it's kind of just going <laughs> south <laughs> him and i had similar stat lines last week so. uh, yeah i mean yeah he only had six more yards than on uh, me and joe so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting up there <laughs> <laughs> that should do it for the nfl i'd say this week yeah. um on this more positive things the bulls are the only team currently i i guess you could say that are holding Chicago up because obviously we have the White Sox but um Bulls are kind of back yeah uh I mean I've been I've been seeing red for a little bit now (laughs) (laughs) got my red goggles on every day uh (laughs) I mean your red lenses (laughs) what is something yeah uh yeah I mean the Bulls are one of the most exciting teams in all the NBA not even just Chicago uh they've every game it seems like uh they they find a new way to excite everyone Mm -hmm. uh with the Knicks almost, just almost beating them on Joakim Noah night, uh, but I mean last game uh, being down 14 points coming into the fourth quarter against the Celtics and winning by 14, like mm-hmm. it's <laughs> like they literally allowed I think 11 points in the fourth quarter and yeah. scored over 30. And that's they scored that, 39 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> and like, um, what was I gonna say with the Knicks game? It's like we we're down by like 20, and just to have that comeback, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's how explosive our team can be. This team obviously has some kinks it needs to work out, like the Toronto game when we gave up that big uh, that big lead. But like the thing is, it's 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 rare to see this chemistry between some of the players. I'd say like this early on, you know? Yeah. 
Um, some of our some of these players are just complete, completely electric. Uh, like Alex Caruso has been amazing. Uh, Demar Derozan too. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, he's I, at first people were like questioning the dynamic between him and Levine and the end game stuff, but you saw it last game. You kind of like it's nice to know when Zach's not picking up his slack, like he's just having an off night or he's having an off quarter or something like that. Demar can just come out and be explosive. He could take you know? over the game exactly, yeah. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really it's really nice to it's really nice to see because I mean, Demar was kind of, he was that dude like when he was in Toronto. Oh yeah, and he's then, been that dude everywhere. And then when he went to the Spurs, he was still putting up All Star numbers, but beca- because he was in a congested Western Conference, like he get, he had some All Star game snubs. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So he's still a very good player. No, yeah, he's he's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like <laughs> I mean I don't. I don't know like what our team's ceiling is quite yet because we got this tough stretch coming up. We play the Sixers twice in a row, the Nets, uh, the the Warriors, the Mavs, uh, the Clippers, Lakers. So mm. we're gonna know what kind of team the Bulls are coming up. But I'm really like I'm really intrigued. Yeah. Currently, and know? just seeing them on like the top ten power rankings, it's just weird. <laughs> it's just weird after the last like few years. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so nice to see. I know, and it's just so it's so exciting, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. When you when you see like so many fresh faces and they're coming out and performing off gate, yeah, and they're actually nice. like doing well, yeah. you know what I mean? And they just seem to mesh so well, and they seem to get along so well. So I'm, I'm hoping that carries throughout the season, and we could get a 50 plus win season out of these. Yeah, out of these and guys, I could see know? that happening uh, fairly easily, honestly. Especially yeah. just being in the East, you know, that helps so much. No doubt. Uh, I yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of how it's gone so far. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it can uh, stay like this. Uh, we're currently tied for the first seed in the West. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's early. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's us in the Heat right now. But uh, we've we've beaten some pretty good teams so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have played the Pistons twice. That that has helped. <laughs> but without Cade, both times or no? Um, I think the first time. I don't remember. Actually, yeah, both times. Okay. Uh, so and he's still finding his footing, obviously, and everything. So he's not really that much of a threat yet. But yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? The Jazz. I mean, they were the last undefeated team in the league, and we beat them. So yeah, we were. Uh, that was a great game, actually. It was uh, pretty exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was pretty back and forth for the most part. We won by eight, but uh, I mean, it's exciting. just nice. <laughs> it's nice knowing we could not even put up a game, but like beat these really good teams. So yeah, and it's not like a. Man, the the good team just had an off night. Like yeah. we're just actually good. Yeah, you know? we are actually good. It's crazy. It's <laughs> weird to say that the Chicago Bulls are a good team. Oh, I know. It's literally been since like I was. I feel like like a child. Yeah. Because <laughs> we had some like okay teams with like the Butler years, but we'd be like a lower end playoff team. Yeah, but it was just like you could feel the team aging around him. Yeah. And and, and you knew that we were, like, at best, a second-round exit. Yeah, because that was LeBron's reign of terror also. Yeah. So it was kind of like, uh, do we really have a chance? <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so, I mean, as far as the Bulls go, it's going to be just awesome to see what no doubt. they're capable of doing. Um, on the other side of the United Center, um, the Blackhawks are kind of a mess right now, I'd say. <laughs> to say the least. The one bright part of this season i'd say was our first win in game number 10 this season um which is game number what game number 10 oh yeah how many are before that uh there was nine before oh, okay that. yeah, I was just yeah. <laughs> so uh whatever joe um kane first game back from covid he gets a hat trick hagel scored twice flurry had a good game that's honestly the first time any of those things have happened though so it's like uh yeah it's kind of nice kind of get the monkey off your back as yeah, carry some momentum yeah exactly but um just with the the 
Kyle Beach sexual assault case, them brushing it under the rug. I mean, unrelated, like, Bowman should have been gone. This was, like, I, you can't say it's a perfect time for this to happen because yeah. obviously the situation's bad, but it's, like, Bowman needed to go regardless, and this was kind of just the cherry on top, you know? Yeah, it's it sucks because you can't even celebrate him getting fired because of the reasoning. Yeah. You know, because, like, you, <laughs> you obviously don't want to celebrate something like that happening, yeah. so it's, like, uh... I mean, yep. they're glad to see him gone, but not for that reason. You yeah, know, you'd really hate to see something like that. And it tarnishes the um, the organization a yeah, lot. It I feels mean, like there's just a black cloud hanging over them. You know. Yeah. Not and, and like just them being so bad this year too. It just adds insult to injury. Yeah, for sure. And um, then you saw Quenville. I mean, he's been great coaching the um, the Panthers, but it's like they were calling for his head because he knew about it and he didn't do anything about it too so yeah he, he resigned bowman resigned i see on twitter and stuff people are just calling like kane and tay's trash yeah because i mean it's kind of hard though for like to blame them because what's the player what? supposed to do you know uh, what i mean I, yeah i don't know um i can't like not knowing like specifically every mm-hmm. single thing you know yeah. and like it's it's hard um i <laughs> i just trying to like because it's like the players weren't like the main issue there, yeah you know? <laughs> and I, I can't see that they were like how much did they know you uh-huh. know what i mean they could yeah. be lying about it too but kyle beach was a player who actually he never made it to the league so yeah. he was like he was on preseason rosters and stuff mm-hmm. but i got brought up in the i'm just i'm confused about the timetable because they knew about it i guess a couple weeks before they ended up winning the cup but yeah that was like already in the postseason he was just a um, minor league player for them so it's it's i mean the situation is obviously it was handled wrong and yeah you know very tough look for the blackhawks mm-hmm. there um and i saw a report also that they knew about kyle beach's allegations and stuff like that like resurfacing last january yeah i remember start, hearing about that they didn't start investigating until june or something like that mm-hmm. so that's also another tough look, and uh, the Wirtz family have their work cut out for them. Oh, yeah, put, for <laughs> I'll sure. put it that way. And just with this uh, whole scandal and just the Hawks playing so poorly, they're 13 and a half. Or it was a little over 13 years. They sold out every home game. That streak now is over. Yeah, and I don't see it continuing on for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> same. They sold out 500 35 consecutive home games which is just absurd i think it was the longest streak in league history but uh people just i mean they don't want to see the seam right now you know yeah and uh with the with the hawks off seasons acquisitions this is like this kind of the same as the bulls but the bulls is they're panning out and then this is just kind of not at all yeah, that's why I was kind of stressing like how much like how much it means for them to be meshing so quickly because the Blackhawks have kind of gone out gone out and done the opposite. You mm-hmm. know, uh, they've they just don't seem very in sync. They don't they haven't really played very well, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like <laughs> and Kane and Taze are already both in their early thirties, so we have a young team overall. Like most yeah. of our players are very young. Yeah, but our guys that are supposed to step it up like Flurry, um, Kane and Taze. I mean, they're kind of aging, so it's like. I don't know what we really do from here. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, <laughs> you you got to feel for a guy like Flurry who uh, <laughs> was debating, debating on retirement, retirement and, and uh, comes to one of the worst choice. teams. <laughs> yeah, the the Hawks are one of the worst teams, bottom three team in the league right now. Yeah, um, I mean, they they didn't get a win for nine games, so maybe yeah. they can uh, they can win nine in a row. Who knows? Hopefully, I mean that's 
I'm sure this gives them confidence because even in the two games before they looked pretty solid, but uh-huh. tonight we play the Hurricanes who are eight eight zero and zero. So um, <laughs> got I mean, their work cut out for them. But uh, stranger things have happened. It's still early in the season. They could beat them. Too. They could beat anyone. <laughs> it's still early in the season, but I mean, I don't see us making the playoffs. So yeah, after this season, I mean, I don't think Flurry's going to come back, especially if we don't make the playoffs. But Lankinen's a solid young goalie, so I mean, yeah, we have a lot of young players. Seth Jones, he's looked good at times, but he's kind of been struggling a little bit. Yeah, uh, just wrong place, wrong time things. So hopefully he turns it around. But I mean, outside of that, I just hope the Hawks kind of um, are able to put their team and organization in a better light soon. For sure. I mean. Yeah, Seth Jones will be here for a while anyway, so mm-hmm. he's got <laughs> he'll be here through the ups and the downs for the next eight years. So. Yeah, yeah. How old is he? Mid twenties. Uh, Mid twenties. So okay. he's he's in his athletic prime right now. I know that. Yeah. Let's um, see. Seth he's twenty seven. Okay, so. and then we have young guys like Debrinket, Kirby Doc, who are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they're the like Debrinket's actually Kubelik's really good. Not bad. Kubelik, uh Hagel. Yeah, Strom. I mean, Strom hasn't really got utilized very much this year. But yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of uh, fans are calling for Colleton to use Strom. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I've like, seen a lot of complaints about that. He's know? been a healthy scratch a lot of times, and he's honestly, when he's in there, like, he makes some mistakes, but he's still young, and he's he brings a dynamic definitely to this team. Yeah. And I didn't even talk about Colleton. I mean, <laughs> he uh, just... That's another conversation. Well, it's like, it's like after we fire Quenville, and then you fire find out everything that happened with Quenville and then you kind of throw this guy in there who's been a minor league coach <laughs> yeah I mean he had players on the team that were older than Flurry is older than him he's yeah. only 35 36 years old he's a he's known for developing young players but we have established players on this team already and it just seems like there's no urgency with him I mean after like we lost our first seven games he had like a tough practice or something but he, it just seems like he doesn't, like, he's not <laughs> Dude, fired up, you know? Do you know what coach he kind of reminds me of? Uh, Tressman? No. Well, kind of, but yeah. Fred Hoiberg. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually a really good comparison. Yeah. Because there was, like, I mean? there was no sense of urgency, even yeah. when, like, both teams were struggling really bad. They were kind of just like, all right, I'm comfortable in the position <laughs> where yeah. it's like, what are you doing, bro? You know? Yeah. Like, they, they might have it down, uh, like, somewhat in the X's and O's, but... They just But I they're don't always know. like they always act like that, yeah, we gotta figure they're it not out. Not very you know? rah rah. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then they're just like, you know, we have to work on some things and yeah. we have it under control. Meanwhile they're dead last in the standings. Like Yeah. I don't know. There just needs to be a sense of urgency. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully he gets fired soon. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, every there's literally like everybody that comments under it. Their their <laughs> Twitter <laughs> handles fire Colleton. It's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And then after every like loss and update, the I feel bad for the um person who runs the Hawks social media oh accounts. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. They just they get drilled every game. It's 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 brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. No so doubt. we'll see what happens. Um, I think that does it. Yeah. For this week, uh, we've talked a lot of sports. So, uh, thank you guys for listening this week. This episode will be posted on the Glacier. Hope you guys join us next week and see you later. Peace.